What is going on, juveniles? That is a wrap. What is going on, Juvie listeners? Welcome back to another Juvie Saturday. 3rd of December, we're here, we're oh, yeah. live. How you feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? Feeling good. I just got off work, so I'm a little bit tired, but I'm feeling good. Man, Christmas spirit keeps it alive, always helps the mood. But you guys, welcome back. We are here for another Saturday. So excited to bring this episode to you guys. We're going to be covering some crazy stories, some theories, some murder cases. Yeah. It's, it's going to get crazy in this episode. We're also going to talk about what we learned in 2022 as teenagers. So stick around for all that good stuff. If it's your first time here on YouTube, on the Juvie channel, hit that subscribe button, drop a like, drop a comment, and hit that notification bell. Yes, please. We tend to forget that one, but that helps a lot. Yeah. I think like 75% of our viewers are not subscribed. Which, that is disgraceful. Come on, just hit it. It's Come free. Come on, please. It's free. And also, you might not know, you might think you're subscribed. Sometimes YouTube does unsubscribe people. You might think you're subscribed. Make sure to check and make sure it is gray, not red. And if you're not viewing this episode, but you're hearing it through headphones, through your computer, some people listen on their TVs and Xboxes. Shout out you guys. Yeah. Hit that download button on this episode. You guys have been going really, really crazy on the downloads recently. We appreciate that. It takes just a few seconds. If you are listening right now, playing Fortnite, and you are in Tilted Towers as we speak, okay. you are obligated to subscribe to the channel because i've just pinpointed exactly where you are and what you're doing someone probably feels called out right now yeah and you need to subscribe right now we appreciate that big time leave a five-star review we're gonna dive straight into this i feel like we should kind of leave them on the edge about the murder case so yeah i'll open some with some lighter topics let's do it some more fun topics starting with this this one so how we prep for these episodes is we tend to scroll through TikTok. Yeah. We see something. We're like, hey, we could talk about that on the show. That's exactly what this this one is. Okay. This might sound really, really weird, but did you have the universal throw up in popcorn bowl? Of course. You did have of that. Of course. Everyone had that. I did not know that. We had like this. Well, we had two bowls. There was a blue plastic bowl and a red plastic bowl. They were like big bowls we'd use them for popcorn and then if you needed to throw up you had that bowl beside your bed i think that was a universal family thing that like we all did but never really talked about yeah it's weird it is very why do we put popcorn in the same bowl as we throw up in and why did everyone do it i don't know ours it's this metal baking bowl and now yeah. every time i'm using i can't use that anymore like i have used to throw up my in insides it. Yeah. have been thrown up into that bowl disgusting like, but everyone did it why why did we do that let us know in the comments. There should be a designated throw-up bowl. Or, but now that I'm thinking about it, why do we have throw-up bowls? Just go to the toilet. That's, well, that's what I do now. Yeah, me too. I don't remember the last time I threw up in a bowl. Like, that's disgusting. It splashes. It splashes. Go throw up in the toilet. I know some of our listeners are like, wow, we're only like three minutes into this episode and already throw-ups being brought up. But let us know. Did you guys have the universal throw-up popcorn bowl? Because... I think we all did. Yeah. It's such a weird, like, universal thing. Speaking of throw up, when's the last time you got sick enough that you threw up? It honestly wasn't that long ago. Really? I was at work, and oh, I what? wasn't even crazy sick. I just hadn't had breakfast, and I drank a big cup of coffee, and I'd been working for, like, four hours. So it was like, my stomach was ruined. I was tired, and I was, like, moving a whole time. Four hours isn't a long time. 
but yeah. without eating food and having caffeine in my system, which I don't drink caffeine very much, wasn't a good mix. That's valid. So you just, what, threw up in the sink or toilet? Or... Went to the bathroom, threw up. That's a tough one. Mine was last time I was traveling. I was in LA. Getting sick away from home is the worst feeling. The worst thing in the world. It's it's like terrible. Yeah. Good thing you were at a friend's house. True. So it wasn't like too far from yeah, home. It's like second family to yeah. me. But like still, you just feel a little bit more uncomfortable because yeah. like, you don't want to like get everyone else sick. So exactly. You try to stay away from them. I ended up having to change my flight. That was the hardest flight of my life because I was like, oh. I cannot throw up. You want to know what made it worse? The people, a row next to me and behind me had a cat. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the cat couldn't hold it. Went all in the travel case. It smelled like, yeah, just to make matters worse, I was already sick and wanting oh. to throw up. And then this happened. It was, oh, man. That is disgusting. Terrible. All right. Another TikTok that I saw this week. And Whenever I see these types of videos, it makes me a little bit mad and a little bit disappointed. Okay. But it's just like, it's kind of like, whatever. Do you feel like as you've grown up, you've lost Christmas spirit? Yes. Uh, not spirit, but magic. In what way? When you're a kid, it's just the whole month of December, every single day, magical. Yeah. Even if it's not snowing, even if it's not cold, it's because... You're still like so excited for that Christmas morning. I mean, I'm still excited for that Christmas morning, but like, I mean, everybody can agree. It's more magical as a kid. Yeah. I think for me, I've get, I've gotten to like relive it because I now have a sister that's 10 years younger than yeah. me. And so it's like, she's like reliving that whole thing. Elf on the shelf. Yeah. I just want to put it out there. I think I'm the best elf on the shelf hider <laughs> in the entire world. Bro. Tell them where you put it the other day. I put it in a mason jar in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> And so it just like just opens the fridge, just like a little elf in the jar. Too good. This morning, I never got elf on a shelf when I was a kid. You but. were kind of too old, like when it started to become popular. Yeah. Um, this morning I put it in a blender cup so no one can make smoothies. Because nice. if you guys don't know, you can't touch the elf on the shelf. It's kind of one of those things where like, like when you think about it, you're like, when I was a kid, how did I like? It's a stuffed animal, right? Yeah. Like, how it's did just I a, like not- a little toy maybe we should have put a warning 14 and up on this video literally yeah <laughs> if we just ruined someone's holidays if you're eight years terrible. old um we're talking about our elf in the shelf right, not yours exactly exactly so overall you felt like you've lost some christmas spirit i might have lost a bit of magic but i haven't lost any of the love i still love it so i still much. love christmas everything about christmas I, I love. this movie still hits the same the tradition yeah. still at the same I think absolutely as you get older like the fun just kind of like changes it's not so yeah. much about christmas day but just more about like the holiday season oh Talking about TikTok and talking about Christmas, I got kind of roasted for saying that I lost a little bit of magic of Polar Express. We mm-hmm. on TikTok, people were coming at me a little true, bit. True, true. And then I also saw a comment that said, "How could you forget about Good Luck Charlie Christmas?" That is my number one Christmas movie, and I cannot believe I forgot about it. Same. I was reading through the comments, and I was like, "Good Luck Charlie Christmas is easily the best Christmas." Movie. Yes, and I'm so sorry to the people who watch that video and. So had to see me forget about this, the best is movie this ever. A YouTube apology. Yes, can it you, is. Can you kind of cry a little um, bit? I'm sorry for my continuous um, <laughs> lapse of in my judgment. Bro, you're calling <laughs> shots at Logan Paul right now. But yeah, best movie ever. Also, I still like Polar Express. I've just seen it six billion times. Yeah, and I'm grown. I'm grown older. I don't know. I think still one, great. I think one of the reasons I've kind of maybe lost a little bit, but I still love Christmas so much. It's like as a kid getting out of school on a Friday and it being Christmas break, oh, it's the best feeling. It is unbelievable. And so now that like I'm not in school Monday through Friday, I don't get that same like nostalgia yep. dopamine rush. 
Yeah, because there's nothing for summer. There's nothing for Thanksgiving. There's right. nothing for um, Christmas. Right. It's not as special. Because you're just kind of like working and like, yeah. you know, it's just a little bit different. All right. Speaking of the Paul, since Josh just launched grenades at Logan Paul. Yeah. I made a statement in the last video talking about the best YouTube video ever, which was the guy rapping on the McDonald's menu. Yeah. Right. I don't know why this happened, but this last week in my like YouTube suggested a bunch of old Logan Paul and Jake Paul videos popped up. And like Classics. I'm still subscribed. Of course. Yeah. Like that was I loved watching them when I was a kid. I need to restate what I think the best YouTube era was. Okay. Era. Era. I think the best YouTube era was the Logan Paul, Jake Paul diss tracks. Oh. It's every day, bro, with that Disney Channel flow. Five bill on YouTube business months. Never done before. Passing all the competition, man. PewDiePie, PewDiePie is next. next. All right, that's enough. That's all you guys so get So good. For we now. can't get copyright striked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um, they're just so good. So good. As I, one of them I forgot about was, I love you, my bro. Oh, <laughs> the one they made together. Yeah, like after all their beef. I've come to realize, and I don't think I thought about this when I was a kid. Obviously, it was all like publicity stunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't... I thought it was so real. Oh, it felt real. The more, like, the mom got involved, and she was like, oh. guys, you gotta stop doing this. Dude, that's, like, me, how I feel about the Sidemen diss tracks. Yeah. At least once a year, I'll go and rewatch the entire set of all the Sidemen diss yes. tracks. It was just so good. Diss track year was the best, because there was the Sidemen diss tracks. There was Jake and Logan. Rice gum. There was Rice Gum. There was KSI and Logan. Yes. Um, oh, Incredible. We we need them back, honestly. Just yeah. Some, just some good old diss tracks. You know what? Honestly, might be my favorite diss track of all time. Harry's. No. What? Jake Paul's one. Which one? The one um before his fight with um. The oh. I don't want a new dress. I don't like fighting yes, friends. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that, that one actually, is so good. It's like actually, a good song. It's actually a good song. But I mean, designer wrote it. Right. So like, how much? So credit? how much credit? Actually. Simon Distress is still my favorite. That's my best. That's my favorite like song made from a district. So, did you listen to the le- the newest Sidemen songs? Yes, they're so funny. <laughs> Bro, Santa, Harry, I was only child. Harry in those videos. I think <sighs> he's probably just my favorite Sidemen. He's so funny, and dude. So who who do you think took the W in the Sidemen Christmas songs? I would have hoped it was the funny song. This or that? Yeah. They're like number three on the charts right now. Really? Yes. That song is so funny. But then like the the budget one, it's just like it's less of a meme song. So like it yeah. has less of a chance of like going viral. Yeah. Um Friend Dolphin Assignment feature. <laughs> dude, the video before that when they did the the yacht hide and seek. That was so funny. So good. Uh, I wanna have a mega yacht. It had like twenty five hundred rooms. With the whole gym and everything. That's like a um a cruise ship. Yeah, at that point, literally. But when watching back the old Logan Paul, Jake Paul districts, I realized Logan Paul kind of scammed us all. What do you mean? You remember his Christmas diss track? The diss track on Santa. Yes. Yeah. I now realized that was all for his merchandise. Was it? Was it yes. to sell? Uh, That's the only reason he made it. It literally plugs it so many times. I mean, he. It's he so used smart. to plug so hard. It's so smart. And I saw a video just like recently that he said during that year, he, there was three days in a row where he sold a million dollars in merch back to back to back. That's crazy. Three million dollars in three days off merch because of us as nine-year-olds. That's insane. So if you guys watch the Logan Paul and Jake Paul diss tracks, drop it in the comment which one was your favorite. All right. Before- I, I have another thing from TikTok to jump okay. into. All right. All right. All right. Have, I know I mentioned him in the last video. But Miles, music kid. I need to reiterate how insane this kid is. I don't think I've actually seen him. 
He is so talented, it blows my mind. How old is he? He's like six years old, and he's making full songs. Like he knows all of the terms. He uses every like it's not just Garage Band. Like it's a it's a music software where he knows he could play like I think he could play the saxophone, the drums, the bass, the guitar, wow, um, keyboard, literally all these instruments, and he does it on his own. Do you know where he's from? I don't, but. Everyone's calling him Young Charlie Puth. Well, I think you should just call him out right now. Miles Music Kid, we would love to have you on the podcast. So everybody, if it's on TikTok, everybody, please tag him in the comments. Um, I have nothing but love for you, Miles, and we would love, love, love to talk to you. Miles, please come on the show. All right, last theory before we dive into the reason you guys clicked on this video and Josh's, Josh's uh, murder... Just oh yeah, I forgot that, about that. That, that probably I, that was probably wasn't the smartest way to say it. But, My murder. All right. Have you heard of the mattress firm theory? No. Okay. Do you realize we have five mattress stores in a town of a hundred thousand people where we live? Yeah, we've got a lot. People are saying it's a front for other things because what in what world does it make sense to have two mattress stores in the same parking lot? It doesn't make any sense. And who goes and buys mattresses from a mattress store? People in new houses, right? Like, I've never done that. Your parents probably did. No, I order them, like, off, like, a website. Oh, really? So, like, get, let's get this straight. Okay, we live in a town of 100,000 people. Yeah. We have at least five mattress stores. Two of them are within 100 feet. Right. And then when you go in the cities like LA, there is so many. Yeah. How do, First of all, how do they all stay alive? And how are they not competing with each other unless they're all working together? Some Breaking Bad type stuff. Yeah. Like, it could be a front for something. Because I know a very successful mattress salesman. Like, I, that's not a joke. Right, like, right, I actually right. know somebody who works. He worked at Mattress Firm in where we live for a couple years. Um, and now he's, like, higher up in the company because he just he sold so well. And he's, he moved to San Diego and he's I think he's still working at a mattress store. I believe they make money. But yeah. five in the same city is just weird. It is very strange. Let could be know. a front for something else. I could be peddling the D words. True. That, yeah, that's true. Let us know. Do you guys think the mattress firm theory is true or false? I'm honestly on team in the middle. Yeah. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but. My whole thing is um, I don't dive into something unless it's proven. Mm. Like I won't think too much about it unless I know I'm that there's skeptical. rumors. I'm just yeah. skeptical. A I little be, bit yeah, skeptical. Yeah, we can be skeptical. All right. Now. Before we get into our final topic of today's show, yeah, Josh has some uh, some breaking news. Yeah, we could say it like that. So I know you've heard of it, and I know the majority of people on TikTok have seen them. Give them a good hook. Have you seen everything about the Idaho murders? It's been my whole TikTok feed. Yes. So for people who don't know, um, there was four students um, from the school, the University of Idaho, U of I. Let me uh, first give a disclaimer. This is going to be a more sensitive topic. Yes. Just a disclaimer. If you guys are not, if you're sensitive about this topic of trigger warning, trigger warning, homicide type of things, yeah. you can skip probably the next four minutes back to yeah. the story. So four U of I students, University of Idaho in Moscow, Idaho, um, were brutally, as it says on the website, butchered, mm. which is really horrible. Um, it was a brutal stabbing and they were all killed. Um, three of them lived in the house they were killed in. The fourth one was one of the girl's boyfriends. Um, so they were killed in their sleep in their own home. Um, 
the funny thing about it is I was well, actually... Not, not so funny. No, not funny at all. The coincidence is I was visiting my girlfriend who lives in Washington. Um, Pullman, Washington and Moscow, Idaho are about 10 miles away. So the day I arrived in Pullman, um, it was about midnight. Um, Ali's mum is like yesterday or the night, like that early morning. Right, right. Um, there was, there's a quadruple homicide. So you were 10 miles away from the Idaho murders. Yeah. I know exactly where the house is. I've driven past it before. Like we know where the area is. We know where U of I is. We've been to sports games there. Like it, it's just so eerie. And then over the next few days or two weeks, um, there was like an unsettling amount of deaths that happened in the area all around the same time that happened either just before the four murders or after. There was like, I mean, I'm not going to get into it because obviously it could be sensitive. I don't want people's families to um, be yeah. upset. Um, but there was like, 15 like 15 other people who died in those two weeks and it was a very eerie feeling and i did not like being that close to where it was all happening yeah it's scary and our prayers and condolences out to those families absolutely the only reason we're talking about it is because josh was close to it and i think it's just it's it's interesting like how fast news spreads nowadays and like you know in no other time would there be so much media coverage on something like this yeah but i think what's so i think What's good about there being media coverage on it is that it brings awareness to things like this. Yeah. I mean, like, there's been times, obviously, where there's been homicides and it hasn't been covered like this, but because of TikTok, you know, like, people yeah. are giving their two cents about it. I don't really know enough to be like, oh, this is what I think, and I just don't think, like, we're in a position to be those people, but I think there is people on TikTok, like, there's a guy that is, like, a professional investigator, yeah. and so, like, he, like, tells you what he thinks about the case, and so I think there, I think there's a few interesting things about this, yeah. but... If anyone was affected by that that's so terrible and i think it's um yeah yeah love to the families yeah um all right into our final topic of today's episode we're going to each tell you three things that we learned in 2022 that we felt like made us more successful and helped us grow our businesses what we each do in a professional day-to-day -day life should we for if there's any new listeners and just a quick 30 second what does your day-to-day -day look like like what are you working on uh in 2022 that's been new or anything like that yeah, well, I recently just got a job at a coffee shop. Um, it is a roastery um, and coffee shop, so it's like super high and it's really cool. Uh, so I'm a barista there. And then I also edit the long form GV videos. The one you're watching right now is what I edit. And hopefully you guys like that new intro. Yeah. On this video. Um, and I also have been working on designing clothes. Yes, so maybe a personal drop coming soon and yeah. Juvie in the future 100%. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, you guys know, obviously, we're both hosts of Juvie. I do all the short form and social media for Juvie. We both reach out to guests, do all that behind-the-scenes business, which I think it's fun. If you guys want to hear more about that, we love to talk about it more in episodes. Uh, I'm a junior in high school, but I'm graduating this year just because I'm like doing homeschool, so technically I'm a senior. So spring of this year, I'll be done with school. Uh, I recently launched a marketing agency, so short form stuff, signed my first client, so busy with all that stuff, but... Congratulations. Thank you very much. But what we want to do is we want to kind of give you guys three things that we felt like helped us in this year. I'll start with mine. I think when it comes to goal setting, like the first one's about Juvie. Yeah. Second one's personal business. So like yours could be clothing, designing, mine will be marketing. And then just life. work life and life, like life in general. Sweet. I think for Juvie, the number one thing that has helped us has been communication. Yeah. And I think us kind of like not 
worrying about setting numbers goals because I think when we didn't set numbers goals, we've actually grown the most this year than we have. We're on track to like five tuple the amount of downloads we did last year, which is like, yeah. and we didn't really change anything other than continuing to do it. Exactly. TikTok, we've grown like, you know, 100,000, I don't know, some amount of followers <laughs> yeah, yeah. this year and all that stuff. So I think when it comes to Juvie, goal setting and communication, I've seen as our strong suits. Yeah. Mine with Juvie uh, will be very similar. Um, I think setting goals for content, not goals for growth, has been super yeah. good for us. Um, yeah, pretty much. It's very similar stuff. And the process is honestly so simple. Like we literally we prep for episodes, record episodes, release episodes, make content about episodes. Like yeah. that's it. And anyone can do it. I think if you just have a passion for it, you can make it work. Yeah. All right. Second, personal business. What's like inspired you to get into creating clothes? What do you want? If there's a future for your personal brand, what do you want that to look like? Yeah. Um, I think the best thing I've learned to do with that is buy an iPad. Okay. It has changed my life. Like I never knew how easy designing could be because I'm not good at drawing on paper mm. but when you can put it into an actual picture and like edit it really well it's fantastic so if you're looking at designing buy an iPad um, I think I've learned that you can be creative in stuff you don't think you can be creative in mm. like stuff that you haven't really done before or you don't have much experience in if you just let creativity come from other things in your life that you're good at you'll mm. be able to like find creativity and other stuff. That's great. If that makes sense. Any updates on personal brand coming in the new year? Anything like that? Well, yes, actually. I have been designing a lot for a personal brand, um, which stay tuned because it will be coming hopefully sooner than rather than later. And you guys will be able to get all the updates from follow Josh on his personal Instagram. I'm sure there'll be stuff over there. And on Juvie, we'll try to give you guys the week-to-week -week updates if there's anything like that. Yeah. Um, I think for mine um, is not... I think when it comes to work, not comparing myself to other people, just because like, I, I mean, we'll be super transparent. We're not taking any money from the podcast because it's basically only makes money to be able to sustain itself. We're not yeah. paying any employees. We've like occasionally we'll pay people for certain services under the brand, but like, so we're not taking money from that. I'm a junior in high school. And so I don't, but I also don't want to go work a normal job. So what I did is I just kind of like looked around my life. I was like, what am I good at that I'm already doing that I can charge a service for? And I kind of then took three months and figured out this is how you build an agency. You sign and pitch clients. I think what's been cool about the process is I've, I've learned my strong suits and then things I don't want to do that I want to hire people eventually for. Yeah. Cause like when you learn the whole process, then you figure out like, I hate doing this. And <laughs> I yeah. certain parts of it I'm like this like I don't want to do this and so like then in the next three to six months I'm just going to hire people to do that and so I think the overall lesson that has been learned is that there's and I think this is very similar to actually what you just said is like there's already things around your life that you're doing that you could be charging people for yeah like in that I think that goes for anyone like if you're I'll give you a very simple example if you're mowing your own parents lawn I bet you there's 10 to 15 neighbors that want you to mow their lawn as well yeah Think about it. You charge them hourly. That's a couple hundred dollars a month. And for like a high school student not having to work and go into like a fast food restaurant, yeah. but can do their own side hustle. That's my tips. Yeah. Final one before we wrap up this episode. Personally, what have you learned in 2022? What if? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what have I learned in 2022 personally? Um, I think I've learned that it's going to sound cheesy and cliche, but being yourself is the best that you can do like you're never gonna have you're never gonna be a different person inside than what you are so be yourself that's the best you've got what do you think like brought that realization to you like was it did it feel like exhausting and like 
just try to put up something that wasn't you? No, I think I just, I didn't really like me, I guess, as much as I should. And I just realized that if I have friends and I have family and I have people that love me, then yeah, I must be doing something right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a great message and especially for teenagers. All right. Mine personally, I think what I've learned overall, I think just like all the different ventures between juvie agency and schoolwork and whatever, I think, I think what I've learned is like the truth is like the process is lonely and it's hard. Like it, it sucks majority yeah. of the time. And like, we love doing this so much. So it's not complaining that we have a platform. It's just like, once you get yourself into something, it's like, there's really no turning back. And so there's going to be times where it's like Friday nights, you're home and you're working. Like, especially I think learning how to run an agency, like I, over the past three months, I'll be completely transparent. Like I haven't been going out and doing a lot of stuff. I haven't been traveling at all because I realized like, if I'm really going to do this thing, I have to just buckle down and learn how to do it and learn how to do it right. And so, but that process, like that isn't fun. It becomes lonely. You're like, damn, this is not a fun weekend, but yeah. it's like, hopefully then in the next two to three years i can be completely financially stable as 18 year old and like it'll be worth it then so i think sometimes like thinking forward and being like okay maybe when i'm 18 this or when i'm 20 it'll be worth it so yeah. i'm willing to just bite the bullet now exactly that's my advice for you guys well if you're out there and you have a company and you want to have short form content made shoot not an email hit my line you guys my rates are pretty high <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the time on the clock do we have time for one more story We'll probably cut it very close. I can tell this. Got twenty five minutes. Yeah. Okay. We have twenty five more minutes. No, oh, at twenty five. Yeah. Um. All right. You guys can tell. Uh, something changed behind me on the art <laughs> wall. And if you guys were listeners before, you guys know what was up there before. I'm not going to talk too much on the subject. Um. But the artist that was up there before, I think it's no longer morally correct for us to be promoting the music that was made, and that's unfortunate because in the past I did look up to him as an inspiration, but. Obviously, if you guys have been following the media at all, his recent actions are, I think, completely unacceptable, and yeah. I think it's nothing to stand behind. So we did have to switch what was out here. Last episode was a random piece of art that, for some reason, would not hang today. And so we have a very small thing, and you're probably wondering the whole episode, what is, what is this? Well, this is a good time to tell a very fun story. Yeah. When I was 12 years old, I met Jim from The Office. Big and old so John Krasinski. Behind me is a signature. And Josh also has one of these. I have hats. the same one. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, how in the world did you meet Jim or John Krasinski? Well, in 10 seconds. Basically, my dad is an actor. My dad was on a show with him. My dad was in New York. I flew out to New York to be with my dad. I went on set with my dad. I met Jim. Yeah. Right here is a picture of probably, I was like, probably like. You were so small. 12-year-old <laughs> night with Jim and my brothers. I look so terrible in the picture. I hate it because like- it <laughs> Wasn't was, it like really early in the morning? It was really, really early and cold. So like my eyes yeah. were like really like, like a swelled shut. Anyways, <laughs> this is the signature from John. It's actually something that I hang over my bed. Um, I think John Cassandra has like a really great work ethic. He's like, his story when it comes to acting is really great. You guys should look it up and watch it on YouTube. Has a lot of inspiration, motivation. Overall, Legend. just a really nice guy. Yeah. When we met him in person, super, super nice. Very down to earth. Like was willing to take a picture. Let me sit in his director's chair. So cool. Gave me a hug. So John, we met once. Let's record a podcast. We'll fly yes. out to the set and we'll make it happen. Definitely. Or my, I should just tell my dad to call him up. <laughs> what? Episode with Jim in the future? <laughs> Season three. All right. I feel like each episode before season three, we should drop a little teaser. Yeah. So about what's coming in the future. I'm going to pan over 
to the boxes that we have to decide Ooh, as you wrap up the episode okay tell them what they can do as i pan everybody um as night is panning this camera please make sure to like this video download on any platform um that you're listening to make sure to leave a subscribe uh and comment please because we'd love that um Okay, Knight's going to twist this way as I move this way. What are those mystery boxes? What could those possibly be? Stay tuned. Season 3 coming. This is... We've got two more episodes until Season 3. So, stay tuned. We love you guys. See ya. That's a wrap.